when I published Ulysses by James Joyce in my little bookshop called Shakespeare and Company in Paris. Look, look, the dust is growing. My branches lost Lord Jesus. Stately clump buck bargain. All perfume, yes, and his heart was going like mad. And yes, I said yes, I will, yes. Friends of Shakespeare and Company read Ulysses by James Joyce. Read today by Sally Rooney. I wonder why he wouldn't stay the night. I felt all the time it was somebody strange he brought in. Instead of roving around the city meeting God knows who, night walkers and pickpockets, his poor mother wouldn't like that if she was alive, ruining himself for life perhaps. Still, it's a lovely hour, so silent. I used to love coming home after dances, the air of the night. They have friends they can talk to, we've none. Either he wants what he won't get or it's some woman ready to stick her knife in you. I hate that in women. No wonder they treat us the way they do. We are a dreadful lot of bitches. I suppose it's all the troubles we have makes us so snappy. I'm not like that. He could easy have slept in there on the sofa in the other room. I suppose he was as shy as a boy, he being so young, hardly twenty, of me in the next room. He'd have heard me on the chamber. Harrop, what harm? Daedalus, I wonder. It's like those names in Gibraltar. De La Paz, De La Gracia. They had the devil's queer names there. Father Vialplana of Santa Maria that gave me the rosary. Rosales y O'Reilly in the Calle La Sieta Revueltas. And Pisimbo and Mrs. Opiso in Governor Street. Oh, what a name! I'd go and drown myself in the first river if I had a name like her. Oh, my. And all the bits of streets. Paradise Ramp and Bedlam Ramp and Rogers Ramp and Crotchet's Ramp and the Devil's Gap Steps. Well, small blame to me if I am a harem scarum. I know I am a bit. I declare to God I don't feel a day older than then. I wonder could I get my tongue round any of the Spanish. Como esta usted? Muy bien, gracias. Y usted? See, I haven't forgotten at all. I thought I had, only for the grammar. A noun is the name of any person, place or thing. Pity I never tried to read that novel cantankerous Mrs Rubio lent me by Valera, with the questions in it all upside down, the two ways. I always knew we'd go away in the end. I can tell him the Spanish and he tell me the Italian. Then he'll see I'm not so ignorant. What a pity he didn't stay. I'm sure the poor fellow was dead tired and wanted a good sleep badly. I could have brought him in his breakfast in bed with a bit of toast. So long as I didn't do it on the knife for bad luck. Or if the woman was going her rounds with the watercress and something nice and tasty. There are a few olives in the kitchen he might like. I never could bear the look of them in a brinace. I could do the criada. The room looks all right since I changed it the other way. You see, something was telling me all the time. I'd have to introduce myself, not knowing me from Adam. Very funny, wouldn't it? I'm his wife. Or pretend we were in Spain, 
with him half awake without a god's notion where he is. Das huevos estrellados, senor. Lord, the cracked things come into my head sometimes. It'd be great fun supposing he stayed with us. Why not? There's the room upstairs empty and Millie's bed in the back room. He could do his writing and studies at the table in there for all the scribbling he does at it. And if he wants to read in bed in the morning, like me, as he's making the breakfast for one, he can make it for two, I'm sure. I'm not going to take in lodgers off the street for him if he takes a gazabo of a house like this. I'd love to have a long talk with an intelligent, well-educated person. I'd have to get a nice pair of red slippers like those Turks with the fez used to sell, or yellow, and a nice semi-transparent morning gown that I badly want, or a peach blossom dressing jacket like the one long ago in Walpole's, only eight and six, or eighteen and six. I'll just give him one more chance. I'll get up early in the morning. I'm sick of Cohen's old bed in any case. I might go over to the markets to see all the vegetables and cabbages and tomatoes and carrots and all kinds of splendid fruits all coming in lovely and fresh. Who knows who'd be the first man I'd meet. They're out looking for it in the morning, Mamie Dillon used to say. They are. And the night too. That was her mass going. I'd love a big juicy pear now to melt in your mouth like when I used to be in the longing way. Then I'll throw him up his eggs and tea in the moustache cup she gave him to make his mouth bigger. I suppose he'd like my nice cream too. I know what I'll do. I'll go about, rather gay, not too much, singing a bit now and then. Mi fa pieta masetto. Then I'll start dressing myself to go out. Presto non son più forte. I'll put on my best shift and drawers. Let him have a good eye full out of that to make his Mickey stand for him. I'll let him know, if that's what he wanted, that his wife is fucked. Yes, and damn well fucked too. Up to my neck nearly. Not by him. Five or six times hand running. There's the mark of his spunk on the clean sheet. I wouldn't bother to even iron it out. That ought to satisfy him. If you don't believe me, feel my belly. Unless I made him stand there and put him into me. I've a mind to tell him every scrap and make him do it in front of me. Serve him right. It's all his own fault if I am an adulteress, as the thing in the gallery said. Oh, much about it, if that's all the harm ever we did in this veil of tears. God knows it's not much. Doesn't everybody? Only they hide it. I suppose that's what a woman is supposed to be there for, or he wouldn't have made us the way he did, so attractive to men. Then, if he wants to kiss my bottom, I'll drag open my drawers and bulge it right out in his face as large as life. He can stick his tongue seven miles up my hole as he's there, my brown part. Then I'll tell him I want one pound. Or perhaps 30 shillings. I'll tell him I want to buy underclothes. Then if he gives me that, well, he won't be too bad. 
I don't want to soak it all out of him like other women do. I could often have written out a fine cheque for myself and write his name on it for a couple of pounds. A few times he forgot to lock it up. Besides, he won't spend it. I let him do it off on me behind, provided he doesn't smear all my good drawers. Oh, I suppose that can't be helped. I'll do the indifferent one or two questions. I'll know by the answers. When he's like that, he can't keep a thing back. I know every turn in him. I'll tighten my bottom well and let out a few smutty words. Smell rump or lick my shit or the first mad thing comes into my head. Then I'll suggest about, yes, oh wait now, Sonny, my turn is coming. I'll be quite gay and friendly over it. Oh, but I was forgetting this bloody pest of a thing. Phew, you wouldn't know which to laugh or cry. We're such a mixture of plum and apple. No, I'll have to wear the old things. So much the better, it'll be more pointed. He'll never know whether he did it or not. There, that's good enough for you. Any old thing at all. Then I'll wipe him off me just like a business. His omission. Then I'll go out. I'll have him eyeing up at the ceiling. Where is she gone now? Make him want me. That's the only way. A quarter after. What an unearthly hour. I suppose they're just getting up in China now, combing out their pigtails for the day. We'll soon have the nuns ringing the Angelus. They've nobody coming in to spoil their sleep, except an odd priest or two for his night office. The alarm clock next door at Cockshout, clattering the brains out of itself. Let me see if I can doze off. One, two, three, four, five. What kind of flowers are those they invented like the stars? The wallpaper in Lombard Street was much nicer. The apron he gave me was like that something. Only I only wore it twice. Better lower this lamp and try again so as I can get up early. I'll go to Lambs there beside Findlater's and get them to send us some flowers to put about the place, in case he brings them home tomorrow. Today, I mean. No, no, Friday's an unlucky day. First, I want to do the place up some way. The dust grows in it, I think, while I'm asleep. Then we can have music and cigarettes. I can accompany him. First, I must clean the keys of the piano with milk. What'll I wear? Shall I wear a white rose? Or those fairy cakes in Lipton's? I love the smell of a rich, big shop at seven pence halfpenny a pound. Or the other ones with the cherries in them and the pinky sugar. Eleven pence, a couple of pounds. Of course, a nice plant for the middle of the table. I'd get that cheaper in... Wait, where's this I saw them not long ago? I love flowers. I'd love to have the whole place swimming in roses. God of heaven, there's nothing like nature. The wild mountains, then the sea and the waves rushing, then the beautiful country with fields of oats and wheat and all kinds of things, and all the fine cattle going about that would do your heart good to see. Rivers and lakes and flowers, 
All sorts of shapes and smells and colours springing up, even out of the ditches. Primroses and violets. Nature it is. As for them saying there's no God, I wouldn't give a snap of my two fingers for all their learning. Why don't they go and create something? I often asked him. Atheists or whatever they call themselves. Go and wash the cobbles off themselves first. Then they go howling for the priest and they're dying. And why? Why? Because they're afraid of hell on account of their bad conscience. Ah, yes. I know them well. Who was the first person in the universe, before there was anybody, that made it all? Who? Ah, that they don't know. Neither do I, so there you are. They might as well try to stop the sun from rising tomorrow. The sun shines for you, he said. The day we were lying among the rhododendrons on Hoth Head, in the grey tweed suit and his straw hat. The day I got him to propose to me. Yes. First I gave him the bit of seed cake out of my mouth. And it was leap year, like now. Yes. Sixteen years ago. My God, after that long kiss I near lost my breath. Yes. He said I was a flower of the mountain. Yes. So we are. Flowers. All a woman's body. Yes, that was one true thing he said in his life. And the sun shines for you today. Yes, that was why I liked him. Because I saw he understood or felt what a woman is. And I knew I could always get round him. And I gave him all the pleasure I could, leading him on till he asked me to say yes. And I wouldn't answer first, only looked out over the sea and the sky. I was thinking of so many things he didn't know of. Mulvey and Mr Stanhope and Hester and Father and old Captain Groves and the sailors playing all birds fly and I say stoop and washing up dishes they called it on the pier and the sentry in front of the governor's house, with the thing round his white helmet, poor devil, half-roasted, and the Spanish girls laughing in their shawls and their tall combs, and the auctions in the morning, the Greeks and the Jews and the Arabs and the devil knows who else from all the ends of Europe, and Duke Street, and the foul market all clucking outside Larby Sharon's, and the poor donkeys slipping half-asleep, and the vague fellows in the cloaks asleep in the shade on the steps, and the big wheels of the carts of the bulls, and the old castle, thousands of years old, yes, and those handsome moors all in white and turbans like kings, asking you to sit down in their little bit of a shop. And Rhonda, with the old windows of the posadas, Glancing eyes a lattice hid for her lover to kiss the iron. And the wine shops half open at night. And the castanets. And the night we miss the boat at Algeciras. The watchman going about serene with his lamp. And oh, that awful deep down torrent. Oh, and the sea, the sea. Crimson sometimes like fire and the glorious sunsets, 
and the fig trees in the Alameda Gardens. Yes, and all the queer little streets and pink and blue and yellow houses and the rose gardens and the jessamine and geraniums and cactuses and Gibraltar as a girl where I was a flower of the mountain. Yes, when I put the rose in my hair like the Andalusian girls used. Or shall I wear a red? Yes. And how he kissed me under the Moorish wall. And I thought, well, as well him as another. And then I asked him with my eyes to ask again. Yes. And then he asked me, would I, yes, to say yes, my mountain flower. And first I put my arms around him, yes, and drew him down to me so he could feel my breasts, all perfume, yes. And his heart was going like mad. And yes, I said yes, I will, yes.